Rich men are cool, but a generous man is better. And obviously, you can have both a rich man and a generous man, okay? But if you had to choose between one, go for the generous man. Because as a Proverbs 31 investor manifester girly, you will make him rich anyway. Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group Podcast where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host Elle and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about how you don't need a rich man, you need a generous man. Because a man's money doesn't matter unless it's in your pocket. But before we get into it, I need you to hit the like, subscribe, and the notification bell so you never miss a spoiled girly episode. With that being said, let's get into it. I want to ask, how to ask my husband to be able to kind of be a stay-home mom? I'm currently on maternity leave until February. I don't really feel like I want to go back to work. I feel like I really want to spend time raising our little one. Cool. What a great goal. Does um, he make enough money for y'all to live on? Yeah. Like, he makes about nine seventy-five. What's that mean? Oh, uh, like $975,000. $975,000 a year? Yeah. Okay. I think you could probably freaking struggle through. <laughs> it's it's not so much the finances that it, as it is. I think he has a worry that I'll never go back to work. So? Like, I don't know. I think because his mom worked like three jobs. When well, he so? I know. He makes $975,000. If his mom had three jobs, you'll never see peace and comfort. He'll see you as lazy for being a stay-at-home mom. I keep getting in trouble whenever I say this, but I wouldn't say it if it wasn't true and needed. Fatherless men are yellow flags. And I don't say that to be mean to make fun of men whose fathers were not in the picture because there's a lot of reasons why the father would not be in the picture and it is not a little boy's fault that his father wasn't in the picture. I say that for the literal safety and well-being of women. Fatherless men are yellow flags. Yellow flags mean more due diligence needed, while red flag means no due diligence needed, run. That's the difference. Now, we're not demonizing the parent who stayed. Mom had to do everything and more for her children because she's the only parent left. Mom had to be superwoman. She didn't have the choice. But for a son to see mom in superwoman mode, obviously it's commendable. The son is very proud to see his mom accomplish so much alone, love him and provide for him. And obviously mom will not want the kids to feel like a burden. So all the negative parts that come with single motherhood, she's going to keep it to herself. The exhaustion, the sadness, how she wished things were different. She's going to keep it to herself because she's mindful of the impact of her telling that to her child. And all the son sees is the positives of their mother, which is great. Like, I really applaud all the moms who do all that and more for their children. And I know it's hurtful to hear that if your son has an absent father, that automatically they're yellow flags in the dating marketplace. But what we're doing here is all for women. And it is an unfortunate reality that men who experience father absence tend to be absent fathers themselves, thus hurting women in the process. For this boy to grow up to be a man, he sees his mom as superwoman. And because his mom is superwoman and she's a good woman at that, now he thinks that for a woman to be a good woman, a good wife, a good mother, she also has to be superwoman. And any woman who doesn't work as hard as his mother did fails at being a good woman. So what does that mean for you? He will make you either a true single mother or a married single mother. He will manufacture adversity for you so that he would think you're a good woman because for him, a suffering woman is a good woman. So he will make you suffer. 
even when you don't have to. Oh, he will manufacture suffering for you. He will get annoyed when he sees you resting because his mom never got to rest. He will dismiss your desires for gifts and flowers and call you materialistic, even though it's perfectly fine to be materialistic. His mom never got any of that and she was fine. So why do you need those things? He will literally make you suffer endlessly and needlessly just so he would think you're a good woman because a suffering woman is a good woman. Fatherless men are yellow flags because you need to find out his perception of what a good woman is. Does he think that a good woman is superwoman? Does he know that being tired and overworked is not what a woman's supposed to be? That's the type of due diligence you need to be doing. So whenever you find out that this man experienced father absence, bells need to be ringing in your head, okay? The meter has to be going off. Back to the comments. Notice she mentioned his mom worked three jobs. That's the problem. He doesn't know any better. Yeah, that's his money according to him. Okay, I know tea about people that I wish I didn't know, but I know, so let me share it with you. Apparently, there's couples out there who, before marriage, they have separate finances, normal. And then after marriage, they still have separate finances. It's not my personal cup of tea, but if it works for a lot of people, it works. When the woman gets pregnant, they still have separate finances. And to the point that all the pregnancy-related stuff is still 50-50 or whatever financial split they decided. And then when the woman takes maternity leave, she's still responsible for her share of the finances. There's literally men out there who tell their pregnant partners, you still need to pay your share even when you're not working because you're on maternity taking care of an infant that you popped out out of your own body. And obviously, the woman can't work or work as much and a lot of these women, they turn to their parents. This may be new to you or you've heard of this before, but I think there's a reason why we don't hear about it often, even though it is a very common occurrence, is because women are protecting their men from the shame and embarrassment of other people shaming their partners. And that is yet again, another function of women being mindful of how others perceive their partners. Let me tell you, I give you full permission to tell your girlfriends if a man is financially mistreating you in this way. Inherently, 50-50 is financial mistreatment towards a woman. I don't care. You may disagree with that. Get out. Okay? Inherently, 50-50 is financial mistreatment towards women. Whenever a woman has to pay, subsidize a man's household, financial mistreatment from the get-go. So it's time. Let's bring back shame culture. Like, the dirty looks I have reserved for men in real life who financially mistreat their partners... We need to bring shame culture back in respect to that situation. It's embarrassing, not for the women, embarrassing for these men. This is also why it is a red flag when the man is a lone wolf, i.e. he doesn't have guy friends, and specifically a good group of respectable guy friends. Because if other men find out that you're doing this to your female partner, that's embarrassing. No man would ever wanna hang out with you. And this is why lone wolves are such a red flag because other men have already deemed them not trustworthy. Other men have already deemed them of low integrity. One thing I really, really admire about men is that they're market-driven and they don't mess around. If they get the ick from a guy friend, he's no longer a guy friend. They're out of the rotation. And I know this to be true, okay? That's why it's a red flag whenever men don't have guy friends. Especially guy friends with admirable traits. Like, if they're all losers, if they're all just low integrity, then they don't count, obviously, all right? No nuance, Nelly. There's a reason why lone wolves are a red flag. And in this specific scenario I'm talking about, I'm not talking about low-income couples. I'm talking about couples where the man makes low to multiple six figures a year. Like he can totally provide for a family, but he chooses not to. Like out of principle, they want the woman to pay her fair share. Because we're equal now. 
like these men would rather stick their money in a portfolio and not decrease their investment contributions so they can let the woman that they knocked up rest. The woman who is incurring all the biological and opportunity costs of furthering this man's lineage. And it's even more insidious because the man can afford it, but he chooses not to. He chooses to make the woman suffer. And there are women who want to keep working when they're pregnant or when they have young kids, but the women who don't get to choose. A lot of people are so worried that, well, what if your man financially abuses you and doesn't let you work? Okay, I'm not gonna make fun of that because that's valid. But also, it applies the other way too. What if you don't wanna work, but you have to? That is also financial mistreatment, okay? The sense is not sensing here when you talk like that. It's all about women's choice. Women have the right to choose and women have the right to change their minds, okay? So a lot of women, when they get pregnant, they're like, oh, I wanna keep working, I wanna keep up my skills. But when they have the baby in their arms, they're like, ah, screw that, I'm staying home. This is now my new life plan. And that's perfectly valid. So why not make choices that expand your choices? Why not just date a man who will provide for you either way, whether you work or not? Men who can afford to provide for their partners but choose not to, they have a special place in hell. These men are really perfectly fine watching the woman that they're with suffer because they got knocked up by a loser. And I don't care how much money you make. If you can afford it and you choose not to provide for the woman that you're with, you're a loser. That's loser behavior. No wonder you don't have friends. And I really wish this wasn't a true story, but this is very common, especially in coastal metropolitan cities. And this is why there's a particular type of man that I will never ever recommend the spoiled girlies to date. And it is men who call themselves feminist. Watch this class if you missed it. And this brings us to my next point. As evidenced by all these high-income men choosing not to provide for the women they're with, you don't need a rich man. You need a generous man. A man's money doesn't matter unless it's in your pocket. Like, you shouldn't care about how much money he makes unless he spends it on you. Oh, you make how much? Cool. Next, you know how male feminists wave their beliefs around without actually doing anything, thinking it'll get them laid? High-earning men wave their income around without actually doing anything for the woman, thinking it'll get them laid. This is why you don't need to talk to men or text them when you're just getting to know each other. The only way that they will have access to you is on a well-planned date in a public setting. That's the only reason. Because men, they love to woo you with their cheap words because that's all they have, okay? Once you stop talking to them, once you stop consuming their words, then you will see just how little they actually give to you. If it isn't done already, it doesn't exist. If I don't have it in my hand, it doesn't exist. If it's not in my bank account, it doesn't exist. Once you start dating this way, you probably are gonna start going on less dates. You're probably not gonna be dating a lot of people, but that's for a reason, that's protection. And I swear to you, dating this way just makes life so much easier. And the type of men you date also gets so much better. Next comment. I feel this is something that couples should discuss before having children. Yes, exactly. You need to stop assuming that this man will take care of you. If he's not taking care of you right now, then he won't, okay? Like I said, if it is not already done, it doesn't exist. This is why I tell you that you need to be an entitled, spoiled gold digger and not shy away from those labels. Like it is a compliment. If someone called me low maintenance, I would be so pissed because it is such an insult to be called low maintenance. Like it's not a compliment that people think it is. And it's okay whenever people police you from being an entitled spoiled gold digger, they're just showing you their cards. Like, oh, you're that type of person? Okay, now I know to avoid you. As someone who has so much to give, you actually need to start repelling people. Like repelling people is such protection from people exploiting you and using you and abusing you. And obviously you're gonna be a joy to interact with. Like. People love me in real life because I am a joy to be around. And the fact that I am an entitled, spoiled gold digger 
it draws the right people and it repels the wrong people. People who have nothing to give to me. People who will shame me for doing what is best for me. Because when people shame you for doing what is best for you, they either want to be you, but they can't, or they want to use you and access you, but they can't. These people have nothing to give you. So let them shame you because that is information for you to use to avoid them. So we need to be better vetting men who we allow to access us. And specifically in this case where the woman gets pregnant, I get that accidents happen. Women get pregnant all the time. Like women get pregnant in the most impossible conditions. So this is why it is even more imperative that you vet men for being kind-hearted, generous providers. If a man wants to breathe the same air as you, you need to check him, okay? You need to work on your discernment and see that rich men are cool, but a generous man is better. And obviously, you can have both a rich man and a generous man, okay? But if you had to choose between one, go for the generous man. Because as a Proverbs 31 investor manifester girly, you will make him rich anyway. Watch this class if you want to learn more about that. Okay, let's end with some good news. Oh my god, girl, I was a stay-at-home mom and my husband made 60k. The part that's so painful about being with a man who can provide but chooses not to is he chooses not to provide. He chooses not to ease the burden. He chooses to make you suffer. That is what's so hurtful about that. And that's so embarrassing for him. And you don't need to participate in that embarrassment. That's all I have for you today. I just wanted to let you know that you have so much inherent worth and value in a world that is hell-bent on devaluing you. Now get that bag, bestie.